Hola and welcome to the Ultimate Fiji Soccer Cup podcast for day four of the 2019 tournament. On today's show, we are joined by a couple of coaches in IFG New South Wales senior boys gaffer Andrew Mason and IFG South Australia senior girls coach Daniel Wojciechowski. First up on today's show, I'm joined by IFG New South Wales senior boys coach Andrew Mason. Buller mate, thanks for coming on. How are you going? Good, Dylan. Good. Really good. So this week you've played three games so far, 2-1, 2-1, 1-1 today in Nandy against Fiji West. Incidentally, Fiji West and the senior boys IFG New South Wales side were in the final last year with the Fiji West side getting through. They're a side with a few players in the national ranks in in the uh, some of the lower age groups. Uh, how have you assessed your side's performance this week as well as today? Yeah, it's actually been a really good week. I think 11 of our players are repeat visitors so they know the conditions they understand how hard it is and the five other new kids they've adapted really well um, it was a bit of a struggle today middle of the week um, a bit hotter um, but the kids have learnt bouncy grounds hard grounds bouncy balls that sort of thing and Fiji love to play in the air so we're trying to play on the ground and move the ball around them and it takes a bit to adjust to that obviously fatigue's a big issue but yeah they're capping pretty well so we haven't been beaten yet so we're pretty happy is there any process for getting people ready for playing in Fiji if they're coming from Australia? Oh, I don't think there is. It's, it's just the conditions are completely foreign to everything we do. Um, the grounds are much harder. The balls are bouncier. The Fijians love the ball in the air and they'll, they'll head the ball all day. Um, whereas Australia tends to play on the ground and moving the ball around. Yeah, if a team plays long ball, it's not, it's not their go-to every time. Whereas in Fiji, they just bang it and up front to the big guy. And they do have some big kids, like you know, six foot six, that sort of thing. And they're good in the air. So yeah, I don't think there's much you can do back home to, to get ready for this. It's just a, it's a very hot conditions, very humid conditions. It's a great experience, but it's a very hard work. Yeah, and also just the games keep coming. Even if you played this in Sydney, it'd still be a challenge. Yeah. So it's your seventh year in Fiji. You're coaching Wagga Wagga, which we're going to discuss in a moment. But would you mind sort of talking about what are the benefits for coaches coming over here? Bruce... Tournament director Bruce Tilt talks a lot about developing players, both Fiji and Australian and New Zealand. But what benefits for come from this tournament for Australian coaches going back to Australia to uh, apply their trade? Yeah, so what you get out of this, it's it's a tournament, so it's six games in six days. It's it's hard, it's hard football. The conditions are very draining for the players, so you have to learn to manage your squad as a whole. It's not you can't play your best 11 for 70 minutes of the game and throw some subs on because you just can't do that here. So player management is a real big one, um, getting everybody involved, challenging kids to play in different positions, um, that sort of thing, because you just got to rotate your squad to balance it. But the other side of it is it's completely different football to what we play in Australia. It's the conditions, you know, it's a level playing field as far as that goes, but the Fijians are big and strong and fast and they play a different, completely different style of football to us. It's a lot of, you know, they have some big kids and they're actually getting better and better with some of the kids with the ball at their feet. So there's that real, they have a real mix of really good ball players, but then they'll knock a long ball to a six foot six guy who'll nod it over your centre defender all the time. So the challenge of the football is completely different. The conditions are really hard. Balancing your squad is something that you have to learn very quickly. You've got to think on your feet. This guy's coming off because he's, he's been in there too long. Well, who do I put in his place? That sort of thing. Um, so as far as game management and managing the team for the week and that sort of stuff, so it's a really good tournament football. I know we have nationals and we have state titles and things like that, but the conditions here are so draining that it's 
it's a completely different process. And you, why do you want to win every game you can and get to the finals? It's also getting the kids through the week, health, fit and healthy, so that on Saturday, if you're in a final, they're ready to go and they're not totally fatigued and can't perform on the day. And because it's such a short week, what are some of the key messages that you're trying to part on your players and has it changed year on year, that message you're trying to give to them? Yeah, so first year I came here, I brought a really talented group of girls who were basically the country New South Wales team and we'd had them together for a fairly long time. And we focused on the game day results and how we could tweak what we were doing each day to perform. Because we knew each other and we knew what we needed to do. So, But now... When you come along now with different groups, so I've got five kids that I knew, four kids I knew from last year, it's, it's, you can't change anything in a week. But what we talk about is we all play 4-3-3 three, three, and we might tweak that a little bit, but we're just trying to get out of them. So with this group this week, I'm actually trying to think about their football a little bit and we're doing a theme each day about their football as a whole. In 18 or 19 years old, and so we're talking about pressing or defending or different styles of play and that sort of stuff. So thinking a little bit about football as a whole and where they want to end up and that sort of thing. But a little bit of focus on each game because we want to win the tournament, obviously. But also thinking of the broader picture of football around the world and, and what they want to get out of it. Yeah. And since you've been coming here for so long now, for a majority of the years the tournament has been on, what's, what's your most memorable moment from the tournament? And we'll, we'll keep this to on the, on the field. On the field, I think the first group I bought here um, in back in 2013, I think it was, um, a very talented group of players, um, and we'd had them together for a while, and that was the first thing. We came here, and we'd been to state titles, and we'd been to nationals and a few things, and here as a group, that was the first thing we actually won as a group. So winning that first year was a fantastic experience. Um, and then those kids, a lot of those kids have gone on to bigger and better things, but they all rate this week as being their, of their, all their football stuff they've done, they rate this week that they did here as the best week they've ever had. Yeah, that's, it's, it's interesting here because it's getting through the week and playing a majority of the games must be a rewarding thing for players as well. Oh, it is, it is. And like we took the boys, senior boys to the village yesterday and you know they're a bit reticent at the start and a bit standoffish, but then 500 kids turn up and from all ages, from 2 to 16 or 17, they have a great time. They were dancing and singing and carrying on. And you know, after two hours, I've got to go, well, we have to go now. We can't <laughs> stay here. Yeah. And they're all, you know, they want to stay and they want to hang around and they want to help these villages. And that side of it, the cultural side of it, is, is really big as well. And the kids learn a lot. You know, they take football in Sydney or Melbourne or New South Wales, wherever they are, they take it for granted a little bit when you come here. They see the life that these people lead and the challenges that they have, it gives them a completely different perspective. Now I want to ask about the Wagga City Wanderers. You coached the 18s this year. You're the technical director for next year, correct? Um, the club moved from football New South Wales to capital football. Um, I'm not going to talk, not really interested in talking too much about that move in particular, but there's a few players involved in this tournament. Um, what, what benefits do you hope that they are able to take back to club land? Yeah, so we've actually brought a few kids over from Wanderers a few, for a few years now. And what I hope they take back is a different perspective on football as a whole. It's not just, I mean, we've played State League and we're now playing in Canberra, so again, we play on really good pitches and change rooms and all that sort of stuff. You come here and it's a completely different environment. The grounds are harder, there's no change rooms, the toilet facilities are pretty basic sometimes. 
but what they take back is a different perspective to their to their football experience. Um, yeah, they learn how to play football in hot and humid conditions, and you, you know, Woggers, you know, we train over the summer when we can, but it's the humidity here is completely different. Um, the physicality of the game here is completely different. You know, back in Australia, we think occasionally we're pretty hard at football, but you know, Fijians, you know, don't you know, they take no prisoners? They they'll go and with the balls there, they'll go for it. So that side of it. Um, and it broadens their football perspective. In Australia, we all play very systematic 4-3-3 or 4-4-2 or whatever. In Fiji, it's sometimes charge of the light brigade and you, you know, who am I supposed to be marking? I don't know where he is at the moment and that sort of stuff. So it, that side of it, that football side of it, you know, the, it's a much bigger world than just playing in New South Wales or Canberra or whatever. And I think they grab that and they love it. A lot of kids have, you know, this is a very memorable experience for them. And just my last question on the Wanderers, I've been to the club twice and I've had very positive experiences in my times uh, visiting the club. Uh, what's the role it plays in the Wagga and the districts in terms of promoting the sport? Yeah, so what we're doing, we're, in, we're NPL in Canberra now and this year we went from three teams, which was our state league teams, to 11 teams in Canberra, so a full suite of male and female teams. Um, and it provides a pathway for the kids who, who play their club football and then want that bit more of a challenge, have a bit more skill set. Um, it's a big commitment travel-wise. Um, it's three hours across to Canberra to play our games. But the kids are really relishing it. They love it. Um, and you know, for the under-18s this year, I said, look, Canberra have a, a under-20 National Youth League team and that's a focus for these kids. There is a pathway there into that, into that upper echelon of football. So wherever the kids want to go, we've now given them a pathway and the opportunities there if they want to take it, um, and it's up to them. It's you know a lot of sacrifice, a lot of travel, but the football's a better quality than they can just get playing club football back at home. Um, the coaches benefit from it because it's harder football week in, week out. So it provides a pathway for the kids, more opportunity, um, and it gives them a broader base and a better experience all around. Back to the Ultimate Fiji Soccer Cup. You've got two games left in the group stage, two New Zealand sides. Uh, how is the squad looking in terms of uh, their fitness-wise and is there any are you going to be able to get through the week? Yeah, I think we've got a squad of 16, so I think one of them, we think, copped a broken nose today, so we'll talk to the physios about that and we'll see what his parents think about playing over the next couple of days. Um, the other 15 players are all fit and healthy, so I rotate everybody. Um, try to have everybody off the park by half time and back on again. It's um, it's it takes a lot of logistics to you know where am I going to put people and that sort of stuff. But yeah, at the moment we're all fit and healthy and yeah, two good wins and a good draw today. So yeah, we're look, we're looking pretty good. And just a quick fire round to finish off: uh, Guardiola or Mourinho? Guardiola every day. And why? Uh, the style of football, the fact that he revolutionised football, the Barcelona team he brought through was unbelievable and changed the game for everybody. Um, man management, he's constantly thinking and tinkering and I just like the style and uh, yes, yeah, every day. Guardiola or Saki? Uh, difficult one. Saki completely changed football in the 80s with his AC Milan sides. Uh, very disciplined, very tight defensive work um, and he's, he's some of the information he developed and put out there I use today with the kids that I coach. Um, I still think probably Guardiola because I think the way the way his teams play, especially the Barcelona group, I think was amazing. Um, Saki's was fantastic and very disciplined and very tight and really dominant, but I think yeah, I think the Barcelona and Guardiola are better.
All right, fantastic. Good luck at Prince Charles tomorrow, and thank you very much for coming on the show. Thanks, Dylan. Pleasure. Now joining us on the Ultimate Fiji Soccer Cup podcast is IFG South Australia Senior Girls Coach Daniel Wojciechowski. Thanks for coming on the show, mate. Thanks for having me. Good day for your side today in Nandia. A 3-0 win over Fiji South. Really good way to bounce back from a tough result yesterday. What was your assessment of your goals' performance? Yeah, it was really good bouncing back from, obviously, a tough result where I don't think we actually played too poorly yesterday. It was just being a low squad like in numbers um, and not really having gelled yet. Um, finally getting a chance to play together and sort of learn how the rest of the girls on the team play. Sort of today, we, we took a lot out of the game from yesterday and we held our shape a lot better, I think. We struggled to keep the ball and we found, I think, yesterday in that game, we we got to a certain point playing out and then it just broke down because they didn't really know where girls were going to be. But the little bit more familiarity with each other today helped significantly. So today, you didn't make too many changes. You just tried to correct things and perhaps build on things. Yeah, I think yesterday I was a little bit too worried. I know I need to be careful with the girls' bodies because it's a long tournament, lots of games in tough conditions. But I disrupted the game with too many changes too often. So today we sort of limited that to just when they needed it and when I could see it, they were sort of starting to struggle or girls that had put in a lot of effort started to change them then rather than just every eight minutes, which is what I started with, which was far too often. Yep. And uh, the man of the match, or the woman of the match, rather, Matika Hillard-Faulkner definitely deserves a shout-out, a hat-trick, her third goal being a cracking free kick. A comment on her performance? Oh, she, she's one I picked as my captain. She's got lots of experience coming to this tournament in Fiji, and she's a good leader on the park and even off the park. She's always imparting her knowledge and what she knows about the game to other players. And, yeah, had an absolute blinder today. Yeah, and she made a lot of forward runs as well in mm-hmm. behind the Fijian defence. Uh, so she could have picked up a couple more had, had the ball bounced her way. Uh, yourself, you're 22 years old. Could you just tell us where, where you hail from hail from, and uh, where you've been coaching? Yeah, so I'm from Adelaide, South Australia, and I've been coaching junior boys. So started in the under-14s uh, three years ago now and then moved to the under-15s. This year I've been on under-16s in the JPL, so sort of the second division JPL in Adelaide. Um, and I learned under a coach who's now a first-team coach in the State League 1. Okay, and what's the club you're at the season just gone? Uh, Modbury Jets. All right, is that your club for next year? or? Yeah. Okay, fair enough, no worries. And the it's interesting that you're from Adelaide because most of your squad, I, I am pretty sure, is from all over the state. Where, where are they all coming from? Uh, we have players from all over the state and that goes for all of the South Australian teams as well but mine we have people from Wyala so the York Peninsula Riverland hours away obviously never met each other or played together before so it's been difficult to get them to to gel with the limited training sessions we've had but I'm proud of the way they have come together throughout this tournament. And how many how many girls are in your squad? We have twelve. Okay, and how are they dealing with that? That, that you were mentioning mentioning quick rotations uh, in your first game, and you've tried to sort of adjust that. How are they coping with the? So far, the bodies are holding up pretty well. I think um, in these conditions, I was expecting them to deal with it a little bit worse, but the girls are they're going very well. So I did take that and change the amount of rotations I did because they can cope a bit more than I expected. And you've got the day off tomorrow, which is probably really important to focus yeah. on uh, relaxing somewhat before you take on Fiji West in Bar on Friday. Uh, it's obviously 
in my in my opinion the hottest uh, hottest of the three venues because it's a bit further inland and it's not too much shade around. So that's going to be a difficult ask, but uh, a good result there likely sees you in the finals. What is you, what have you got planned between now and then? I think yeah, definitely relax tomorrow. Um, have a team meeting and discuss where we went wrong on the first game and how we improved that in the second game and how we could improve that even more. Um, I think it's going to be another tough game against this next Fiji team with a few national players, but we played them in that mini tournament, so we know what we're going to expect and we can set up for that. And just before I let you go, Daniel, what what do you think is the biggest thing that you're, you're going to take away from this tournament? I'm going to take away is learning to coach in different conditions because obviously back home I coach a team where I get to see them twice a week and for 30 weeks a year so I get to get lots of time to impart the way I want to play and my visions for them and it's I found it a little bit difficult to set them up the way I want to see them play with having a short amount of time with them so learning how to adapt my coaching and get points across in a more efficient way so they can learn quickly. So would you say that's perhaps making making more complex concepts and simplifying them yeah. to, so they're more adaptable. For yeah, because at the end of the day, football is a very simple game, but it's hard to think about it simply and getting that point across and getting young players to think about why they're doing things, not just to de- telling them to do things in a short space of time is probably the thing I'll learn most from this. Yep, and uh, sailing tomorrow? Yep. Looking forward to that? I'll, I've heard very good things about that, so yes, I am. No worries, I'm sure the girls are looking forward to that. Mm. Well, I'll leave it there. Daniel, enjoy your day tomorrow. Best of luck on Friday, and thanks for coming on the show. Thank you very much. That about does it for today's Ultimate Fiji Soccer Cup podcast with players ready to travel to Churchill Park in Latoka and Prince Charles Park in Nandi for Thursday's matches. Until then, Vinaka for now.